Hello everybody, it's uh, Pete Norseth here and welcome to another Trade on Sports and Focused on Football World Cup betting podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton. How are you doing, Jimmy? We meet again, Peter. It's just dawning here in uh, beautiful Lincoln on a lovely Sunday morning. And what better way to wake up on a Sunday morning than with you, my friend? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I was a little bit disappointed with yesterday's results, you know, to be honest. Um, I was well, how, getting... did, uh, how did Poland and Saudi Arabia not get you those goals? That yeah, you yeah, that would have been another half a point. You know, I was down a point yesterday. You you were a scratch. I mean, I was delighted with the Australia result, obviously. Then yeah, the Poland result. That was as boring as we thought it. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, well, you know, minus a half, you know, minus half a point, not too bad. And I thought, you know, Denmark equalised and then, oh, minus half a point. And then the, I was disappointed Argentina-Mexico, really. I thought, you know, come late in the game, I thought, oh, well, I've got our way with this with scratch. But, but I, my gut feeling thought that, you know, Argentina and France would win those games. My gut feeling just said, but I had to go with the figures. And, and, I would say to people that really, if you do have a system, you have to go with the figures and and to ignore your your, your gut feeling at times, but you otherwise you'd just go mental, wouldn't you? Yes, yeah, and like you say, I mean, for large periods of that game, the Mexicans held Argentina at bay, and it's one of those games where Argentina went one nil up, and and you think, well. You know, really, the balance of play, Argentina are one-goal winners of this match. But the very fact that it's a group game and Mexico are pushing forward, there's always that susceptibility to concede a second goal. But I think we're doing well, Pete. We're doing all right in this competition. Say, betting every game is a very difficult proposition to to remain around that level amount. Yes, yes. I mean, obviously, I'm slightly ahead. But, you know, I think we're both doing excellently. Right, uh, let's get let's get on with it then. Um, so this is obviously tomorrow's Monday's matches that we're looking at, uh, starting with Cameroon versus uh, Serbia. Uh, Cameroon coming off a, a one nil defeat um, against Switzerland and Serbia um, coming off. A, well, I was I was fairly disappointed actually with with them a little bit. I, well, I thought they put up a better fight against Brazil, but but they didn't really, and they lost two two nil there. Difficult one. I think the line's about right, minus three quarters to uh, to Serbia, I think. But I'm going to go, I think I see some value in the under two and a half goals. Not sure Cameroon are going to score, but yeah, under two and a half goals at 1.85. But it's it's a, a tricky one, I think. Well, I'll lay my cards on the table straight away, Pete. I'm following you in here. Uh, to touch briefly on the match line, it opened minus a half, but it's now minus three quarters. Not really sure what's inspired that move, to be honest, Pete, because this is just a must-win game for, so, for sort of both teams. So the margin of victory, in my mind, won't really come into this. So I'm not quite sure in terms of uh, comparing Cameroon's defeat to Switzerland and Serbia's rather sort of timid loss to, to Brazil, why the bookmakers have upgraded Serbia here. But the interesting thing here is the goal line. I do not get how this goal line has moved a full half of a goal. It opened two. It's now two and a half. Now, Serbia did limit Brazil to just two goals, whilst Cameroon had that narrow 1-0 defeat against Switzerland. Now, is this the fact that the bookmakers think the game will be quite open? 
as either side knows, if they lose this game, they go out. So they think it's going to be free-flowing. But in these sorts of instances, the first goal is key. And often what you see is that the starts of games will be really cagey. The key thing, though, here for me, Pete, this is a 10 a.m. kickoff. Before Sunday, so before today's game, so if you're listening to this later today, you'll know the outcome of today's 10 a.m. kickoff. They've all gone to the under, 5 and 0 to under two and a half goals. Only Iran's 2 0 defeat against a 2 0 win over Wales has seen two or more goals, but those goals came in the 98th and 101st minute. So going into Sunday's game, three of the five 10 a.m. games have been goalless going into injury time. Now, game theory kind of stops me from taking the under one and a half goals here or even, to be honest, the under two and a quarter goal line because at some point late in this game, one of these two teams may be really desperate and they may be throwing the kitchen sink forward. And as we've seen in a couple of the other games, there can always be the chance of a, a late second goal. But I genuinely think, can't believe I'm saying this, beat. The under two and a half goals could be one of the best bets in the tournament I've seen so far in this game. I know it sounds, you know, it, it, I mean, I'm going for this, but I've just had a look at my sort of, um, you know, results and I'm down three and a half points through back in the goal lines. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, okay. yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, it's got to turn out at some stage, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think the thing you have to factor in though is that desperation and at some point during this game one of these two teams may go all mental and start throwing loads of players forward so the game could it could be a very good game to trade the goal markets back the unders to begin with uh, and then look to trade out in the second half or when you feel comfortable with the profit. I mean, I don't like saying it, it, it you know, better the tournament or anything because th- that's a silly thing to say um, because the, the desperation stakes kick in. But we've seen five games so far. They've all gone unders. That that can't be a coincidence, Pete. That's a scheduling and, and heat sort of, um, you know, factor. Mm. But it could open up late on. That's my only concern from really diving in on this. But what did you say? 1.85 was it? Yeah. The two and yeah. a half goals. Yeah. I think that's a cracking bet. Uh, next up, uh, South Korea against Ghana. The, the, uh, the line has moved to South Korea minus a quarter. I do feel, uh, well, South Korea, uh, they had the uh, draw against Uruguay. Fairly dull game. That Ghana, uh, 3-2 loss against... Uh, Portugal, I thought Portugal were the better side. You know, they let themselves down, really. Ghana, you know, I thought were quite fortunate to sort of come back into that. My rating suggesting that the value is with South Korea, only slightly, though, but I want to take the draw no bet. I want the, the, the draw on my side. So I'm going to go South Korea off scratch or draw no bet at 1.74. Well, I'm torn here, Pete, between taking the South Koreans minus a quarter or the over two goals. And I'm going to lean to the latter. I'm going to take the over two goals. Now, South Korea failed to register a shot on target against Uruguay, but they did have seven shots. And I think further down the line, I'm putting a lot of faith in the Uruguayans, Pete, as you know. I sense we may view that point that South Korea gained against Uruguay as a really good one. Now, in that 
Ghana-Portugal game. All the goals came in the last 25 minutes. Well, last 25 minutes plus stoppage time. So, that's probably about in the last hour, the amount of stoppage time we're seeing. I mean, Ghana did have nine shots, three on target. So, if you if you wrap them up, both teams, they had 16 shots in their previous game combined. With this goal line at two, Pete, Ghana are going to be a little bit desperate. Yes, you know, they... They've played Portugal already, but they, they will have Uruguay coming up in the last game. I think Ghana will be quite desperate to get a result here. They'll probably view this on paper as their easiest game. So, I think they'll be going all out to, to get a win here. So, I'm quite comfortable with this goal line set at just two. I'm quite happy to take the over two at 1.82. 1. 1.82, right. Uh, Brazil, Switzerland next. Uh, Brazil, well, I thought they were very comfortable uh, over Serbia. And I think that's a good result. And, you know, that obviously with other people's failings has solidified their uh, their price as tournament favourites. They come up against the Switzerland side, you know, they do what they do. A 1-0 victory against Cameroon. I think, again, I think minus one goal. I think this is, my ratings are suggesting that there is value here. It's not as good a value as I thought Brazil were against um, Serbia. So, but minus one goal, it's not going to be a, 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 a put forward as a, a recommended bet, you know, a bet bet. But it, definitely that's the way I'm going to go. Brazil minus one at 1.84. Well, Switzerland will look to keep this game tight for as long as possible. And they will have the benefit of knowing how that Cameroon and Serbia game finished. So, Having a win already on the board, Switzerland will know what they need to do effectively moving forward. Now, who knows what their coach or whatever will do. I mean, it's too early to suggest starting to make changes or anything. Um, But if that, say that Cameroon-Serbia game finishes all square, then Switzerland, I won't say Mm. they could effectively throw this game, but they could make some serious decisions with a big game coming up a few days later against Serbia, knowing that they'll be in full control of their own destiny. So I would be very reticent here, even receiving a full goal to even contemplate finding an angle to take, you know, Switzerland on your side. I do think Brazil, I won't say they looked impressive, but they look like they have goals in them. Um, I think the best bet here is probably the over one and a half Brazil team goals, Pete. You you have to get your calculator and work out the decimals. It's eight to 13, so I'm just trying to work out. 1.62, isn't it? 1.62. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty low sort of value bet almost, but in a game where I'm struggling to find any value at all, it's the one that I'm going to trust the most. I'm going to take Brazil to score two or more goals at 1.62. Portugal, Uruguay next. Uh, Portugal coming off that 3-2 victory at home to Garnet. And spells, they look good. Otherwise, the the, the defensive... The defence didn't look great at times. Coming against the Uruguay side, who I thought the game against Korea was a, a little bit dull. My ratings, although I'll be wanting Portugal to win, my ratings suggesting there's value Uruguay plus half a goal, and that that's going to be my bet in this. But I I I would be happy if that didn't happen. 
Well, before the first set of games in this group, Pete, this line was Portugal minus a quarter. And Portugal beat Ghana. I think Ghana are the weakest team in the group. Time will play that out as to whether that's correct. Whereas Uruguay played South Korea, kept a clean sheet, didn't find a way to score, emerged with a point, and the the bookmakers have moved against them. Now, you know, um, Uruguay had one shot on target from the 10 efforts against South Korea, but Portugal conceded twice to Ghana. And to me, that's that's quite worrying. I'm not convinced at all by this Portuguese side. Who knows what the internal dynamics are? And again, I'm going to say this, the same thing I said about South Korea's point against Uruguay. I think that Uruguay earning a point against a busy South Korean side. We know they work hard. They press the ball very well. I don't think it's as bad a result as the bookies are trying to portray it as. I'm quite surprised this line's moved. I'm going to take advantage of it, Pete. I'm taking Uruguay at 1.92 plus half a goal. Would a draw suit both sides? Or it doesn't, it all depends, doesn't it? It all depends what South Korea do in the earlier game, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And so it, it depends whether you would think um, if Ghana win that game, then all of a sudden a point isn't the worst case no. scenario. If for South Korea teams. win, it's a, it's, a, it's a problem, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if Ghana win that game, then Uruguay can say, do you know what, we'll take a draw here and then we'll play them and, and beat them and qualify. But as you say, if South Korea win, that really puts the pressure on Uruguay more than Portugal to go out and uh, take three points from this game. But I just think Uruguay, I think they're pretty even sides, Pete. I might be completely wrong here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. If you said to me, which team would you rather have to win the competition outright, Portugal or Uruguay? Do you know what? I'll probably say I'm not really bothered. Just give me one of them. Yet here, you're getting half a goal with Uruguay. So if I can get half a goal with a team I think is roughly, you know, equal to another with no home advantage for either side, I think I'll take that every day of the week. Yes, I think from what I've seen, I think if Portugal click going forward, it, it's it's you know it, it, they can, they can be very dangerous. That that that's how I feel about this. But it all I mean, depends I mean, if, the, if yeah, they click. If yeah, I mean, looking click. at the tournament betting, you got Portugal at fourteen to one. I'm a little bit surprised Uruguay at eighty to one on Betfair to win it to win it all. I'm not saying that they're a great team, but I don't <laughs> I don't think. Portugal are five times more likely to win this tournament than Uruguay. Again, I might be completely wrong, but I just think there's a lot of sort of potential mishaps within this Portuguese side, as conceding twice to Ghana proved last time out. Mm. Right then, let's have a look at this. I'm going to go under two and a half goals, uh, Cameroon, Serbia at 1.85. I'm going to go South Korea, draw no bet, 1.74. Brazil minus one at 1.84 and Uruguay plus a half at 1.94. So in the 10am game, I'm going to take under two and a half goals in the Cameroon, Serbia game, following Peter in there. Um, One o'clock game, South Korea, Ghana. I'm taking over two goals at 1.82. Four o'clock game, crikey, Brazil playing at four o'clock. What's happened? It's not a seven o'clock kickoff. Incredible. I'm taking uh, the over one and a half Brazil team goals at 1.62. The lowest 
price I've bet this tournament, but I think that's a, a relatively safe wager. And then in the final game, which I think could have the possibility of being the best game of the day, Portugal-Uruguay. I'm taking Uruguay plus half a goal at 1.92. Right. Well, we shall be back uh, tomorrow and good luck with the bets. And let's hope over the next couple of days we can get a, a few nice winners and carry on the, the good work. And uh, we shall speak to you tomorrow morning. Best of luck, everybody.